no one can serve two masters. He will either hate the one and love the other, or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you shall eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds in the sky. They do not sow or reap. They gather nothing into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are not you more important than they? Can any of you by worrying add a single moment to your lifespan? Why are you anxious about clothes? Learn from the way the wildflowers grow. They do not work or spin, but I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was clothed like one of them. If God so clothes the grass of the field, which grows today and is thrown into the oven tomorrow, will he not much more provide for you, O oh, you of little faith? So do not worry and say, What are we to eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what are we to wear? All these things the pagans seek. Your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be given you besides. Do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Sufficient for a day is its own evil. This is Medjinomics with a friend of Medjugorje. Good evening and thank you for joining us on Medjinomics tonight. We have a group here at Caritas on pilgrimage. And as we prepare for Our Lady's birthday tomorrow, a friend of Medjugorje spoke to our group today. And so tonight we have the honor and the privilege of being able to share with you his powerful words, which really are to make us fall more and more in love with Our Lady. So here is a friend of Medjugorje, August the 4th, 2022. Your message today, October 25th, 2011. I haven't seen this. I want to see if it's going to be bad or good for you. Dear children, I am looking at you. Do you believe that? Do you believe the ability for her to have that? And in your hearts, I do not see joy. Uh-oh. Today I desire and give you the joy of the risen one that he made lead you, embrace you with his love and tenderness. I love you and I'm praying for your conversion without ceasing before my son Jesus. Thank you for ever responding to my call. We have a situation we're faced with that Our Lady has says, never that is what we're have experiencing has happened all the way to back to the Garden of Eden. We're in a situation that humanity throughout all mankind has ever experienced what we're going through. The prodigies of the devil, his voice, his ability to speak, actually to get into your brain waves, even when you don't, we've never experienced that which we face. We're in a position 
what Ivanka said June 25th, 1989, that Satan is active to enslave you. Those words, when our lady says it, you can take it literally. These theologians say, oh, you can't take the Bible literally. There are too much intellectualism, and they don't understand what some of the things is. They've got to be so smart and so lofty that you don't even understand. Our Lady wants to see the Bible in a simple way. She speaks to us a simple way. And so if she says in 1989, Satan is active to enslave you through materialism. 1989 to 2022, nowhere, no how, no when, we could imagine where we are right now. So we can look back on that message of what she's talking about, enslavement. We depend on man, not God, and we've got a system that's so man-made, food-wise, the shortages, whatever they cut off, what can we do about it? We're married to it. It's in us. And as I walk in throughout the whole day, I had my truck in the shop for a couple of weeks and got it about three weeks back out. And my gas tank was going fast down, losing my gas. And I said, what is this doing? Maybe they changed something on the transmission. But I'm just drinking one tank and another. And I says, what's wrong with this thing? So me and my son was talking yesterday. He said the same things to his truck. And he says there's a lot of people talking now that they've increased it, ethanol, and it's making the gas burn up much quicker so we get more shortage. Genius, genius. Nobody could do that except for what Yvonne said. Satan has the master intellect. God's allowing this happening because our lady said in 2011, you heard me over and over over this message, everything is passing, everything is falling apart. Only the glory of God is remaining. If your business is not glorifying God first, you ain't gonna keep it. If your ways, you're not gonna keep it. We are enslaved. My grandfather right down here, if you came down 280, you saw the waterworks over there. Back in the 1930s, 20s, 30s, and 40, well, probably 30s, he was a coal miner. Right off that lake, off of 280, they had coal mines. And those coal mines had houses for the workers to live there. And they had the company store. And the company store let you have that on credit. And they made them go in debt. And they were starving to death. And they couldn't leave because they owed, they owed their debt back to the company. So they were enslaved there. My father told me my grandfather had a pastor because they, they had 10 kids. 
My brother, my dad had brothers and sisters, 10, nine with him. And what happened, they were starving and a Protestant uh, came to help him, pastor, and help him. And of course, he's Italian, real Catholic, but it opened up, you know, these people were helping. But they couldn't escape that. And he put together something and, and helped them and moved them out of it and paid for his debt. We, right now, are in the same situation. The food shortages, the chain, you depend on it, is a system that Satan has given to us. What if all your foods cut it off? All your fuel? I just came back from Texas. I got three daughter-in-laws driving babies like cows right now. One had one and one had another one within, within 24 hours. And Aaron, but she's gonna have hers pretty soon. So we depend on everything for what Satan has created. And we don't know how to get out of it. Our ladies come here to help us get out of it. But you owe, even if you're out of debt, you depend on this system. And it is an antichrist system. Why the bishops don't say nothing, I don't know nothing that I can say about them. They tell us nothing. They don't speak about nothing. They don't talk about Biden. Just a couple of days ago saying, we're gonna defend the right for a trans man to be in girls' sports. Where's the bishops? Nowhere. Cowards. I respect them by their position, but not them themselves. Silence. It's time to speak up. If you read the book, if you haven't read it, get it. Called Blind to Your Wrong. And I scathe the bishops. And I'm nothing. I'm a flunky. But they went into an emergency meeting on January 19th the day before swearing in Biden because of that writing, it went vile. They didn't like what I said, but I didn't say anything disrespectful. I just said this is laid out. You're the cause, you own Biden. They were still saying at that point where he's gonna have abortion. Well, we got a good Catholic. There's quotes out there. He said that. That's the head of the Bishop Conference, Gomez. So Satan is running everything. And only a lady can come down here to crush the system. You are living right now, Revelation 12, the woman, 12 stars about her head, being pursued by the serpent who will crush his head. 10 Bibles, 10 Bibles, eight of them say, he will crush your head in Genesis 3.15. Only two of them still say today that she will crush his head. Why did that happen? St. Jerome translated the Bible from Greek to Latin. He was expert. He spent decades. He was at Bethlehem with two women who helped him for 20 years. 
He looked at everything and studied everything. And that went on for a thousand years, that Bible verse. About 150 years ago, they started changing it. And with Vatican, they completely changed it. And now what they say, from the woman telling the serpent, you will be biting her heel and she will be crusher your head. That taking place, and we had that for millennia. And now they're saying, he, and now they were changing they, and now they say a neutral word, he and she. Where's the bishops about that? Where's exposing? That's not theological or hard to understand. History's there. Because Satan wants to cover up who this woman is right now. Yeah, we know it. We know the mother guy. We know who she is. And we believe here. You're here because of that. But they do not want, Satan do not want you to know what she's here for. There's only one reason. Because if the serpent's head is mortally wounded, means dead. In the next verse, what happens? So she's here to crush this system. She needs you. She's calling you to do that. Our Lady wants the system completely destroyed. So we go from there. He's mortally wounded. And then there's a period, and I already said a period of peace is coming, and then he miraculously come back to life. So there's two systems. We are writing, we're witnessing, people are gonna look at us, how did we go through this period to survive through the Antichrist system when Jesus has to come in, he crushes it. It's right there in the Bible. You don't have to be a theologian. Our Lady is the woman here that's in the Bible. You are here alive in that time in the Bible. So when they took my grandfather out of there and my dad, they had a milk cow. They were starving. In some ways, you can relate to that. And I know the song's coming up tells you how that really you can relate this song to where we are today because we can't get out of it. They own us. So these grounds is places to contemplate what are you doing, how you change your life, no matter how old you are. And so you recognize this, especially the older people. Some people say a man is made out of mud A poor man's made out of muscle and blood Muscle and blood and skin and bones A mind that's weak and a back that's strong You load 16 tons, what do you get? Another day older and deeper in depth St. Peter, don't you call me cause I can't go I owe my soul to the company store I was born one morning when the sun didn't shine I picked up my shovel and I walked to the mine I loaded 16 tons 
A number nine cold and the straw boss said, Well, to bless my soul, you load 16 tons. What do you get? Another day older and deeper in debt. St. Peter, don't you call me cause I can't go. I owe my soul to the company store. I was born one morning, it was drizzling rain. Fighting and trouble are my middle name I was raised in the cane break by an old mama line Can't no high-toned woman make me walk the line You load 16 tons, what do you get? Another day older and deeper in debt St. Peter, don't you call me cause I can't go I owe my soul to the company store you see me coming better step aside a lot of men didn't a lot of men died one fist of iron the other of steel if the right one don't get you then the left one will you load 16 tons what do you get another day older and deeper in debt saint peter don't you call me cause i can't go i To the company store. You know, we don't have much heritage today about the grandfathers, what they're doing, the kids and the youth, all they want to listen. They're not learning things from World War II. We sit at the feet. If you're my age and our fathers, what the World War II is like what they did. There was many beautiful stories about my grandfather. He was not big, but they say he was the strongest man in the world for coal. And this song that says, you better not get in his way. He had a guy one time send him, you wop. He grabbed him and did his neck like this and peeled his whole hide off the back of his back. So all these stories, we don't hear these things anymore. You may say, well, that's not charitable, that we have lineage that we can talk about. We don't have that now. Everything's broken up. Another time, my dad got in a fight at school, and the teacher came to him, brought him Tony, my dad, and said he was fighting at school. He did this and did that. And so he whopped him on the rear end real quick, and the teacher left. And then he pulled out a dime and gave it to my daddy. Do it again. <laughs> so people used to be tough. They knew truth. So they broke away, and they were in Inslee from here, about 45 minutes from here. In the Depression, they were all starving. So he stole a pickup truck, went down to Florida, got another guy with him, went out in Robin Hood, and went out into the fields and get vegetables and tomatoes and picked everything and came back and gave it to everybody. No place in Easley. So the sheriff was told they think Mr. Johnny did that. So the sheriff came to the door and said, Johnny, where's the truck? I know what you did. Just tell me where it is. I'm not going to do nothing else. It's over there in the garage right there. 
So these stories are rich in some way. Not saying it's right, but he was Robin Hood, taken with that. And he was known by many, many people. And people I run across the Italians say, oh, I know you, Mr. Johnny, I know him. So family's everything. But when divorces happen, and you got kids that's divorcing, they're all separated. There's no lineage, there's no history. Our Lady wants to show this. How do you relate that? To me, it's rich. I can tell you a bunch of stories. I'll tell you one more story. My dad, he was a radio man in World War II. And there were an island in the Philippines. There's islands all over the place. So him and another guy, because he was a radio for all the islands, he announced that World War II was over. Immediately, guns were shooting, cannons were shooting, everybody was celebrating. And he said they were scared to death because they know they would have got killed if they found out, when they found it was false. So the jokes and the funds that we used to back then, and that they did, I mean, it's not, there's nothing like that. I'm not saying advocating that. I'm just saying that there's a lot of independence. We are slaves right now. Our Lady wants us to be completely different. She says September 25th, 2014. Today, I call you to also be like the stars. What does that mean? What can you contemplate? She wants you to be a star. She wants you to be a hero to other people. Today, I call you also to be like the stars, which by their light give light and beauty to others so they may rejoice. Our Lady said on May 2nd, 2015, I cry with your pain. What we hear on our phones, and we've got almost 100 extensions, we got extensions in Medjugorje, 280, different places. We've kept our landlines, no cell phones. But we have calls constantly for prayers, for broken families, those who are in pain, difficulties, all sorrows, these sorrows that we allowed, we created, because we, follow, we followed a culture it is a dead end. So she says, I cry, I, I cry with you in pain. She says, I will never leave you. In your deepest sorrows, darkness, our lady's there. And they give a message about the our Father, and she's setting it our Father the Heavenly Father, that she wants you to say their Father with feeling. We say this so much in a rosary, but do we really feel that? Heavenly Father, I was going to do a broadcast tonight about that. I ran out of time. About just the Our Father, and the message is incredible. I spent five hours with it. Just one message going through it, making a lot of notes. So maybe next week could be the broadcast. 
But our lady was saying in her messages to really go in just the word Father, the Heavenly Father, with feeling that God, the Father, always listens to you. Always. It's conversation. She wants you to talk to her the same way. Our Lady wants to stand with you, and she wants to stand you forever. That word message, I will never leave you. I will always speak to you with motherly tenderness. It's us who has got static that didn't always hear her or not recognize she just something during the day that happened. And we've got a saying, and many of you have heard this saying, she's so cool. And that happened because of my son, if you don't know the story. We was with Maria, and our lady said, tomorrow night, every night, because we was doing things in Florida, SeaWorld and stuff like that. So she was saying, I'll appear at 10 o'clock at night. So we was at the last day, and our lady was supposed to go at 10 o'clock. And then they announced on the weekend that that Shumo was going to do fireworks at 10 o'clock. And it's really beautiful. And you have to be in there. They lock the gates. They shut everything else at 10 o'clock. So we were saying, we're not going to do it because we got to pick our lady. So just in case they open the gates or something, we got there at 9.30 and knew there's no way because you have to get all the way in there in another section is 10, 15 minutes to get to it. So we're in the parking lot and we're just going to do the rosary and we start the rosary and we're about one minute into the rosary and we're packed. There's like 12 or 13 of us. We're in the, I'm in the back and then somebody says, Maria's in ecstasy. We just started the rosary. I, didn't, I said, what? Maria is in ecstasy. Our lady's appearing right now. And she ended the apparition. And we sit there for like five seconds, stunned. And my son, he's probably about 11, 10 years, he says, she's so cool. And all the doors bucked up in the van and everybody run down the van laughing. She's a mother. I mean, it's an incredible thing. You can sit there and not read these things. But she said, I will always speak to you with motherly tenderness. You can't tell me. That was most, one of the most beautiful apparitions, just a few seconds, that she knew and she cares what we're doing on earth. It's amazing. And we see this over and over. We see that situation. That's what we say now. She's so cool. She's coming to us in a human form. Her humanity is still there. And yet, she's the greatest creature with holiness that not even matched by the angels. All as combined. Because she had the Holy Spirit, came in her and impregnated. You might want to say conceived, but think about it. 
And God did that, that to his daughter. And God, the son, is in her. She's the tabernacle, her womb. So he thinks of a lady very lofty. For us here and for our kids, everything's natural. Our lady is real, and she is here. And she's not just here when Maria's here, or just at 1040, or 1140 now. She is there. I began to really see something in a lady, that she has a new power. Nobody told me, just through prayers, through the messages, that she is not going to leave us with these apparitions. At the same time, she says, these are the last apparitions on earth. This is the last time I call on the earth to convert. But what's happening, Our Lady will always be present with us because she said, I will never leave you. Now we know in heaven she's not going to. But the earth is going to have a new efficacy of the Virgin Mary that can be your mother, that you can talk to her, that you can ask her to help you, and she'll give it to you. If you don't believe it, you just pray. You talk to her. I was recently praying to her lady, but I wasn't praying to her lady. I was talking to her lady. I was doing this and, and saying this and saying that, and just talking, talking to her, and talking to her. And it just hit me. That's prayer. She wants you to talk to her. And when you say Hail Mary, it's talking to her. It's not something that we do because we, oh, we're doing a prayer, a prayer. No, that's conversation. The first conversation, the one thing in the Bible that's the most said sentence anywhere in the Bible, the most popular, is Gabriel. Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. That's the number one verse. The Protestants don't know it. They, they pray, you know, if you don't know Jesus, your Savior. No, that's the number one prayer or number one scripture verse that's by billions of people times a day. Think about that. But you got to transfer prayer into a conversation that if I'm talking to you and you listen to me and I'm talking to you, that the power of that prayer is if you really change it to conversation. Our lady listens to you. Our lady says, April 25th, 1991, I deserve to save all souls tonight. If you want that tonight, literally if you want to happen tonight, this is a birthday. You go down in the field tonight and you ask her, don't say, save only my souls, but my children. She'll hear that. And she gets great graces on her birthday. This is the day to ask for what you want and what you need. By conversation, a lady said, April 25th, 2018, witness the joy that you are mine. That's Satan. I've seen many, many, at least 75, maybe 100 times, possessions in Medjugorje. You read in the Bible, wherever Jesus was, there's always a devil, somebody possessed. They come in there. They go to Medjugorje. Just June 25th, I was there. They had like 300 priests going to the procession. I didn't see it because of the people. And they had a 
four priests holding a big statue Chevrolet this big on a board thing with flowers, beautiful. And just two persons next to me. When Our Lady came in, she's right there. This man starts screaming like a lion and neck was like this. Hatred toward the Virgin Mary. Hate. I mean, ah, I mean, I'm just, I can't, you can't mimic it. And that man's voice stretched in the tongue and everything. And it was a woman. It was completely male. There's nothing feminine about it. But the look on her face was hatred. Satan hates the Virgin Mary probably even more than the Christ. Because he knows she's going to crush his head. So that's why she says, Witness the joy you are mine. I am with you. What does that lady want? And they say, May 2nd, 2008, I am here with you in this place. She's going to be here tonight with you. This place has the fragrance of probably 20 times more than Fatima. 204 apparitions. We're determined to suppress this place. We're determined not to do what a lot of people wanted to do. Because every place has been messed up wherever Satan comes in. Guadalupe, Lourdes, Fatima, Medjugorje. Satan comes here, come to Medjugorje. We've got to have this. Medjugorje's got spas now, swimming pools, soccer fields. And you're on the mountain. Maria's right there, and all the lights are right there for the soccer field, right there near the church. And one thing I've done is promised a lady here, we were going to suppress this place. We're going to try to get as much property to protect this as all, for it to always be a place of conversion. Medjugorje now is turning to a place of devotion. Our lady wanted to be a place of conversion. And that's what Satan, Satan hates devotion. He don't want you to have devoted to a lady, but he will take that any day of the week, then conversion. So we want this place protected. We pray for it. Pray for the abode of God. We ask you to pray for it, to give our lady power like she's never had any place she's appeared. She shocked Maria when she started speaking. We got persecuted by the devil over and over, and still going on. Death strains, try to kill, plans to kill. These things, when it released, you'll be shocked. But we want this place for a lady. We want to be consecrated that Jesus, the day he's coming, at this place is going to be conversion. We got 10 acres we own in Medjugorje. We own the most land of anybody in Medjugorje. And we have spent tons and tons and tons of money because an acre over there, you would be blow away how much it cost. We're doing it because she says, this is an oasis. And people without the recklessness are destroying the, the oasis. It's hard now to go through conversion in Medjugorje. Thank God we got an oasis that we protected. And people say, oh, you can make a lot of money. We don't care about money. We want to care about what our later plans are. I am with you in this place. You open your heart tonight. She wants to speak to you. Don't expect anything. 
but enter into what she's giving you. She says, I desire for you to open your hearts to me and accept me as a mother, but more than that, she's your confidant. She's the one that's listening to you. She's the one that can dry your tears. I will teach you a simplicity of life and richness of mercy and lead you to my son. I will be with you. My hands will hold you to the very end. Do you realize that? She's going to be holding your hands when you step into eternal joy. How do I know that? I already know it. But if you need to hear the words, my hands will hold you to the very end, to the eternal joy. Therefore, do not be afraid to open yourselves to me. All your wounds, all your tears, all your persecutions, do not be afraid to open yourselves to me. People go to psychiatrists, they go to confessions, they go to priests, they go to this, and they're not getting everything they need to get. We just got a feedback from somebody. She went to confession. She's in California, and she told me, or the feedback, rather, that they're very liberal, and that for all the California things going about, about marriage, and said that community of what they do, violating marriage, and the priest starts shouting at her, you should love these people. You know, you gotta accept these people. That's what's, we're getting confession now. If I went to confession, I says, I killed somebody the other day. And he says, say one Hail Mary for your penance. I want something matching the sin. It's unbelievable. What's the most severe penance you've gotten from a priest? Nothing. Nothing. Unless you don't like somebody, two men together getting married. Oh, you better say about 20 rosaries. Unbelievable. This is where we are. I will be with you. My hands will hold you to the very end, to the eternal joy. February 2nd, 2013. Love is bringing me to you. That's what you can experience tonight. Love. This is a day of love. A day of love because the queen was born. And she continues, the love which is always ready to forgive and to ask for forgiveness. Think about that father who trespasses against those as I forgive those who trespass against me. If you're not forgiven, no matter what's happened in your life, how bad it was, and you haven't forgiven, then you're making the sentence and when you're before God, because you didn't forgive, and the measure you didn't forgive, what you won't be forgiven. Think about that. Nobody's thinking about their father when they say, well, I, I can't forgive that person, or I, I don't like that person because if they did this to me, I'll never forgive them. Years ago, probably in the early 80s, I remember seeing on TV before we threw it out, they had a show on there where they put somebody on stage and they were making the wheel 
on camera. And I remember seeing this lady saying, they were getting the people mad at somebody else. And this lady is sitting in front of the camera for her will, and she starts screaming to her brother or something like that. I mean, nasty screaming. I want to see you burn in hell. I will never forgive you. What you done? I hope you burn in hell. I mean, it just went on like five minutes. It was scary. You go before God, because she was, she was sick, she's dying of cancer or something. What did God say to her? You've already made your sentence. You have to forgive. It's freedom. Release from things like that. No matter what or somebody's done against you. When you're in this business of the Virgin Mary, you're going to have a lot of people to forgive. There's a lot of jealousy, a lot of hatred. Some of you know we had raised $1.8 million, 15 attorneys being sued in like seven or eight states, six years, every day, threats, all kinds of things. Unbelievable by a millionaire because he went to Medjugorje. He and his wife divorced. He said Medjugorje was a cult. So he, he shut down several Medjugorje centers. When he got to us, we got assets. We had to defend it. My attorney said, you'd never be able to raise, raise the money. But the people did. It was very difficult. Couldn't write. Half my day was dealing with this. Depositions, everything. Never did we get, we was getting in court. Never, never got there. They wanted just to be suing to financially break us. And on top of that, we have some people left us. So more than $1.8 million, we lost donations for six years because people fell for it. In the end, we won. In the end, he lost. And he was ordered to give us the money. He didn't do it. He went to the Bahamas. And they sent a, a, a to find him. He disappeared, and he died. But I didn't have any hard figures to him. I was free from that. Never had that in my, in my heart. And I can tell you many, many stories that people would let, never let go. Really, really bad things. But I don't want to walk around with that garbage in my heart. Get rid of it. You know, people talk about, you call me a WAP? I don't care. That's your problem. People say about the N-word, so what? Is that a sin? The response is, that's your problem, not mine. You know, you can say God's name in vain, but you can't say the N-word. It's not a cuss word. But I can say, I hate you. And if you say a word, like WAP, with hate, then it's a sin. It's not the word, it's what's behind the word. We're messed up. We put priority on things that's not a big deal at all. What did this, back in, oh, you know, you're old enough, stick and stones, break my rooms, but never words never hurt me. What is this bullying garbage about? Just take it. So what? Let it run off. You see a duck, he waxes his back from oil, and the water just runs off. You can say what you want to against me, whether you like me, you don't. I don't care. It's your problem. I'll pray for you. June 22nd, 1996. I am happy tonight. 
Our Lady said in 1984, Joan maybe talked about that, remember when it rained, that never have I cried in life and sorrow as I had in joy on this day, 1984, when we learned that was her birthday. I am happy tonight to see you. She's waiting for you. Get your heart ready. Let it be lacerated. Lay it before her. Be thinking about it. August 1994. Tonight, your mother wants to say thank you. Who are me is the mother that comes to me and say thank you for what? There's no penance. There's nothing you can go through that even give us worthy to say a sincere thank you to the degree of what she's doing for us. November 16, 1990. I thank you for you have come up here tonight to pray. You're going there tonight to pray. March 18, 2008. I will be with you and my hands will hold you. What does she mean by that? Whether you really should do that? You better believe she will. Be preserving so that at the end of the way, we can all together enjoy and love. <clears throat> Hold the hands of my son. Come with me. How can she say these things from heaven, talking to us that way, unless she literally means it, that she walks with you? We see things here constantly like that here. Our Lady, she said an incredible message, February 24th, 23rd, 1984. I hold you in my arms. You are mine. I need your prayers so that you may be all mine. I desire to be all yours and for you to be all mine. It's a revolving door. She says, you are mine. And we say to her, you are mine. Our Lady has that. Think about that. So it's a revolving door. She says, I need you, and you are mine, and I am yours. Our Lady can kiss away the pain. What do you think about that? The Queen of Mother, the Queen of Heaven, who kissed God right after he was born, her lips kissed the baby Jesus and the dying Jesus. What would you think about that? Maria, on her birthday, I lady appeared to her, April 1st, back in the 80s, and her lady kissed her on the cheek. Those lips that kissed Jesus, that smothered him with kisses, those lips, when she said, I said, Maria, what it's like? She says, I can't tell you. She says, I didn't wash my cheek for a long time. And she was serious. And she said, I said, well, what did you feel? She said, I, everything. What did it feel like, though? I can't describe it. It went through my whole body. It wasn't just a kiss. I felt everything in my body. And I literally didn't want to ever wash my, my cheek again. We could be in, in the middle of the night 
and you went to bed with problems or difficulties or the worries, Mary, kiss me tonight. Just give me your kiss. Do you think she's not going to do that? Yes, she will do that. She'll do anything you ask if you're sincere. Even if you're in sin, she had to stand beside Judas and she had to love him. So don't think you're unworthy and don't think you can't call for that. She's wanting you to be a hero. Our Lady wants you to give others that I talked about. She wants to dance with you. Before I got into multitasking thousand things and I was just on the message, I danced with the messages. I didn't have to add anything. I didn't think about it. I could go talk two hours and talk about it. No books, no nothing, no notes of it. I was in Germany and um, I've been there several times, military bases, and they had all the Germans there, and there was a German translation. So I'm talking, and I'm saying everything, just nobody goes to the bathroom, nobody's getting up or anything. And so, and this guy, he starts aggravating me because he's, he's going back and forth like this and doing this. Finally gets a chair and sits down. What's, what's wrong with this guy? And so, you know, I looked at the watch. I said, we got to get ready for the apparition. We got to see what time it is. It was hours past the apparition. I'd been stopped talking for five to six hours. I never even felt it. Nobody went to the bathroom. Nobody was afraid for it. I just tell you, the message was like, boom, 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 boom. Jeff Pitt was there, and I think Will was there. And this poor guy, he had his handkerchief. He's sweating. He's doing like this. I said, Sorry, I didn't know it was that long. But people were hypnotized. They were so deep. I want to get back that. We've got several things, so many projects are curious right now. I want to get back just only in the message. I can't right now. But you can do that. I danced one thing with this, with these words. If you can listen to ones, there's recordings from all through the 80s, all through the 90s. Get, get, before you leave, go down and get, everything's free down there. So get, get, get some of the older types. There's things, and it, it gives you birth, because that's the incubator of going through the messages. Our lady, she said, actually, she wants you to laugh. She wants you to rejoice. She says, well, children also be radiant, beauty, joy, and peace. She seeks for your laugh. She wants to stand by you. Adelaide wants her to hold you. There's things that Adelaide's done, I've seen, and I know people in the community, and maybe you had it. It takes your breath away. It's so beautiful, so powerful. If you want to hold her, she wants you to. She wants to kiss away your pain. Would you dance if I asked you to dance? Would you run and never look back? Would you cry if you saw me crying? And would you save my soul tonight? Would you tremble if I touched your lips? Would you laugh 
Oh, please tell me this Now would you die For the one you love Hold me in your arms tonight I can be your hero I can kiss away the pain I will stand by you forever You can take my breath away Would you swear that you'll always be mine? Or would you lie? Would you run and hide? Am I in too deep? Have I lost my mind? I don't care, you're here tonight. Maybe your hero. Would you dance if I ask you to dance? Would you run and never look back? Would you cry if you saw me crying? And would you save my soul tonight? February 25th, 23rd, 1984. I hold you in my arms. You are mine, 
my hero. I need your prayers so that you may be all mine. I desire to be all yours for you to be all mine, hero. You can save people by your witness. You can change the road to going to hell and be a bright star to start tonight. It's not just praying for conversion for a family or somebody. Live it with your life. With that, be prepared tonight. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy one Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, forgive us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Our Lady Queen of Peace and Reconciliation. And Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. This ends the Medjinomics broadcast with a friend of Medjugorje. These broadcasts are available as CDs, which are sent directly to your doorstep on a monthly subscription. For information, contact Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000.